First and foremost, I want everybody to take a deep breath and relax, okay? I feel like my eyes sticking to one side of my brain and shit. You know what I mean? Go to bed, Okay, my name is Taylor Dunn. Y'all keep it going. You are now listening to the Mac Daddy Seminar, motherfucker. <laughs> What's cracking, pimps? What's going on? And welcome to episode 49 of the Mac Daddy Seminar. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Dunn, and this is an audio episode, okay? There's no YouTube video. I know a lot of people ask, like, oh, you know, how come you haven't been posting the YouTube video along with the podcast? Well, well the, the simple answer for that is... Uh, you know, I'm the only person over here putting this thing together, and when I record the video, it takes exponentially longer to put it out on YouTube and the audio podcast via iTunes or Spotify and whatever than it does just to do the audio podcast. The audio podcast, I can literally just sit and record through my phone. The video, I have to set up you know, the camera, set up the lighting, you know, move the car out of my garage because that's where I film everything, set up the audio reception. It, it just is, a, it requires a lot of work. And, you know, I haven't really been consistent with episodes lately. So there you go, which I do apologize for. You know, there are some of you who listen to this podcast pretty much regularly and i Always, I always appreciate it, but um, yeah, man, I just haven't had a whole lot to talk about. I mean, since my last episode in early October, I mean, I just feel like, and I talked about this on the last episode, you know, I feel like there's no reason for me to get on here and just be negative, and if I start venting or if I start rambling on about how things are, where we live, it just turns into something negative. So it's like that. It's kind of like if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. So, yeah. But, you know, I felt bad because it's been a while since I posted an, posted an episode. I'm sorry, y'all. I keep stuttering and like hiccup and shit. I just got done eating breakfast and like, you know, whenever you eat a huge meal and you're like in the middle of when you're talking, that's how I feel right now. So I apologize. But yeah, um, since my last episode, let's see what happened. Uh, I was in a fucking, well, I wasn't in the video, but I went and helped. God damn, a lot has happened this month, actually. So Earlier in the month, a uh, buddy of mine, he rented a, I believe it's called a slingshot. It's like this three-wheeled little go-kart looking shit. And uh, he rented it and asked me if I wanted to ride around in it. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I did. And uh, we drove that shit over the Coronado Bridge here in San Diego. And it was literally like we were riding a fucking... Uh, uh, like a soapbox car or something. 
it was just shaking and wobbling. It wasn't even a really a car. It's more of a motorcycle. All right, there's a little sticker on the inside that's like, hey, you got to wear a helmet when you're driving around in this thing. And we didn't have a helmet on. I just knew we were going to get a fat-ass ticket, but we didn't, believe it or not. And he, we went and used it uh, to like record a rap video. Uh, the guy that we helped out, he, I've actually had him on this podcast before, a uh, rapper by the name of King Emery. He's a longtime friend of mine. And uh, the song that he was shooting the video for fucking slapped, man. I, I've been waiting for the video to come out so I could repost it and whatnot, but I just haven't seen it yet. Maybe he's run into like some trouble editing it or something. I don't know. But it was funny as hell because we're riding around in Balboa Park and... Uh, like the way we did it, so the guy who uh, had the camera, he just sat in the back of like somebody's Explorer, like Ford Explorer, and we were riding in front of them driving the slingshot. And everybody in Balboa Park is like looking like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And so I'm just sitting in the car laughing, and it was funny as hell. But, uh, other than that, like a week after that happened, I come to work in the morning and uh, one of my supervisors comes up and uh, I mean, it's early. I just walked in the building. She comes up and she's like, I need a volunteer. Now, in the military, that's normally not something, you know, good, but I was just in a helping type of mood. So I was like, yeah, what do you need? And she was like, I need two volunteers to, uh, if they're interested, fly around San Diego in a World War II aircraft. And I'm like, what? I was like, hell yeah, I'm interested. And she was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. So me and a couple of guys I work with, uh, we all get together and we, uh, you know, go out to this plane. And this thing is crazy looking right i mean it's got a fresh paint job on it and everything but you know i mean it's old the plane is 77 years old so you got to sign this waiver and shit before you get on and it's all like you know oh well you know just keep in mind that if this plane goes down we're not at fault because it is old as hell and you agreed to ride on it so it could just crash just from being old and of course, you're just like, um, huh? But, you know, so of course I signed it and I get on this little bitty ass plane and we fly around the island that we live on, uh, Coronado, just make a big ass circle. And uh, it was amazing because it had these like big bubble windows in the back of the plane and they let us get up and walk around and take pictures and stuff like that. And you know, it wasn't very long. We were just doing like a quick little hop, skip, and a jump, just going around the island, just to like just to take a little short ride. And um, man, it was crazy. It was so much fun. But what was really interesting was uh, the plane can land in water. So they told us we were going to do a water landing and then take off again from the water. So <laughs> we go around the island of Coronado and we start coming back over the bay and 
you have to go. We went right over the top of the Coronado Bridge, like literally missed it by maybe 50 feet. I'm sure the people on the bridge were looking up like, what the fuck is happening? And then we're just slowly getting closer to the water and we're just passing right over the top of boats and shit. And everybody's looking out the window laughing and just like, oh shit. And then when we made contact with the surface of the water, it was, it was like being on a fucking ride at Disney World. Like it was just, and we're just skidding across the top. And, you know, we feel the plane starting to slow down. And then we start drifting to the side to where the whole plane is like turned over on its right side almost. Like the way it felt on the inside, it felt like the damn wing had gone underwater. So at this point, we're all starting to like freak out a little bit, you know? We're all like, what the fuck? And water started pouring into the window. I mean, it wasn't like a lot, but it was enough, you know, how many times have you ever seen water come through the window of an airplane, you know? So that was cool. And we took off from the water and flew back around and landed on the base. And those, that's one of those things too, like, I've had the opportunity to do some really cool shit since being in the military. And it's always like something that I volunteer for or, you know, anytime somebody's like, Hey, do you want to go do this? My advice to you is just go do it. Like you would rather it end up not being as fun than hearing about it from somebody who did, did decide to do it. And you know, now you're fucked because you missed out on the opportunity. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people come back from something that I was like, nah, that doesn't sound like that much fun. And then I'm like, oh, holy shit, I missed out. So I'd rather be let down than not go at all and then find out, man, I could have, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. God, it was so much fun. And then, like two weeks after that, this was like about a week ago, I was invited by some coworkers to uh, go paintballing. And I haven't done that in ages. So I was, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll go. Like, I'm, I'm just itching to do something. We all are. We're all just so outrageously fucking bored. And, um, we ended up going paintballing. We drove out to, I believe it was Ramona. Yeah. Which is about an hour from where we live. And it's so beautiful up there. Like San Diego is this big rolling city. that's all lush and green. It's got huge, you know, skyscrapers and freeways and everything. And then you drive like 45 minutes he from here and you're in the middle of like, the country. Like everybody thinks California is just LA or, you know, but California really does have some beautiful sites. I'm mean, mountain ranges like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely gorgeous. That's, you know, honestly, the thing about here that I'm still enjoying is seeing, you know, the sites and going around and you know, exploring a little bit because 
Well, I'll get into that later. But um, we get up there and we're getting set up and everything. They told us to be there at 930, which we got there like right at like 925. And get there and then we're just sitting and waiting on everybody to show up. Well, whenever, you know, we go over to the table to start getting our paintball guns and our vests and all that extra shit... Uh, these three people walk up who were like an hour and a half late and they're like, Hey, sorry, we're late. And then this dude who's wearing a flannel shirt and uh, like cargo shorts with, you know, hiking boots on. It's like, hi, I hope you don't mind a fucking redneck joining you. And immediately, this is the thing too. Okay. So, I've been in the military for about six years now, and I've met people from all walks of life. Like, you meet people who grew up in Alabama. You meet people... One of my best friends grew up in Georgia. You know, I was stationed in Mississippi for a while. And what's hilarious is people who... The thing about the military is uh, it's, it's almost like being in high school again in the sense that you can join the military and everything that happened before uh, really doesn't matter. So you can make up a whole new fucking personality for yourself if you want to. I've seen this a million times where somebody, you know, they were a loser in high school and, you know, they end up joining the military and they just make a whole new persona for themselves. And this is like firsthand account stuff people have told me. Or they were just a nerd in high school, nobody liked them, and then they just completely altered their personality, and they got into the military and ended up being the man. You know? I've kept it 100 since jump. I mean, honestly, the only thing I can say that changed my personality-wise since being in the military is, you know, helping me make better decisions. But... But yeah, this guy decided that he was going to be a redneck, I suppose. And I don't know for sure if he was in the military or not, but it was very clear as soon as he said that, oh, this guy's going to be begging for people's attention all day long. And I was right. Because all of my friends, as soon as he was like, I hope you don't mind a redneck joining y'all, they all looked at me and just kind of smirked. And I'm just, I just rolled my eyes like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Of course, they were like, all right, sir, do you have your waiver signed? And he's like, waiver? What do I need a fucking waiver for? And it's like, okay, well, you know, we're out here playing paintball, and if you trip and fall over a stick and fucking impale yourself, your family's not going to sue us, so sign this waiver. So, <laughs> we all get our guns, and, you know, we get out there, and we start playing. And the rules of the game are supposed to be if you get shot, and the ball breaks on you, you're supposed to raise your hand and say, hey, I'm out. But he had some type of point to prove, and he was getting shot, and he would just wipe the paint off really quick. Like, he would just lay down on the ground. Like, he would get shot, lay down on the ground real quick, and then wipe the paint off. And people would be like, I fucking shot you. And he'd be like, no, it didn't break. And he was playing like that all day. Like, after the first game, every other person out there was like, yeah, that dude is fucking cheating. And he was like, no, y'all just can't get me. I'm too good, boy. 
country boy can survive. You can't get me. I'm in the woods. I know exactly where y'all are hiding. I'm like the fucking predator in here. And we're all just like, oh my God, dude. Because the rest of us are just trying to have a good time. You know, we're just, you know, you get shot. Hey, I'm out. You know, we're just, we're just enjoying ourselves. You know, I mean, there's not a lot you can do in California. So getting to do something like this is like amazing right now. But now we got some asshole out there who's taking this shit way too fucking seriously and isn't going down when he's getting shot and is pissing everybody off. So now everybody's gunning for this guy. You know, we're all like, you know what? Hey, even if our team loses, let's make sure we fucking shoot him. <laughs> so that's pretty much the way that we played for a good majority of the day. We all just were like, hey, we're going to fucking bully this guy until he either shuts up or starts playing correctly. Well, we're on like the third game of the day and we're on this huge field, right? I mean, it's got, this is, by the way, Velocity Paintball in Ramona, California, I'm going to tell you right now. If you like paintball, this is the place to go. It was better than any paintball course I've ever been to. I mean, great facilities. They had like 10 different fields. It was awesome. And, and it really wasn't that expensive. I mean, it was 50 bucks to rent everything for the full day. And that's unlimited you know, refills of gas and everything. It was awesome. <laughs> well, we get out there on this big field and, you know, there's all these trenches and shit and people are like slipping and falling down and rolling their ankles and shit. Like we're really getting into it. Well, I'm with my buddy. He's to my right. And he stands up over this barricade and gets shot right in the face. Like as soon as he sits up, I don't even know if they were aiming for him or it just, it was just one headed his direction. But as soon as he stands up, there's just a right in the middle of his mask, orange paint. He's like, oh, fuck. All right. And he puts his hands up and he gets hit in the back like three more times. He's like, hey, I said I was fucking out. Well, sure enough, I can, I can hear that goddamn redneck. And he's like, oh, well, you should get off the course. So I'm like, oh, he's right over here. So I sit there behind the barricade for like four seconds. And then I'm like, I'm going to knock this motherfucker's dome off. And as soon as I sit up, he's probably 10 feet away from me. And he is about to shoot somebody point blank in a bunker. And so it's, I just stand up and I just let that bitch go. I just, just start laying into his ass and I'm shooting for all like the the sweet meat areas because you got to remember he doesn't have a vest on he's just wearing a flannel shirt and shorts so I'm shooting this motherfucker right in his neck under his mask and I hit him in the neck like six seven times and then he just hits the dirt and I'm like hey bud you're out he's like all right and he like got an attitude about it because he knew he wasn't going to be able to argue it because there were like six people in that bunker that saw him got lit the fuck up. So he wasn't going to be able to wipe some pain off. And the rest of the day he's walking around, he has this big fucking knot on his neck. So then we go, go play a couple more rounds. And he's a little bit humbled by this. Okay. 
and it's it's starting to get hot and everybody's kind of tired but he's definitely starting to slow down a little bit but like the last game of the day he's out there hooting and hollering and screaming and just acting a damn fool like i'm, I'm coming for you baby and everybody's just like man just chill out dude just play get shot get out you know but he was just taking this shit so seriously and I mean, everybody out there pretty much is either a grown man or like a teenage kid. Like, you know you're begging for attention when there's a 14 and 15-year-old out there like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? You know? So, <laughs> and that's pretty much what they were doing. You know, I mean, you got the guy that invited us, his son, who was 14, is out there. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what that guy's fucking problem is. I mean, we had a group of 40 people playing paintball and 39 people hated that last one who was that stupid-ass redneck. Now, the climax of this story is it's getting a little bit later in the day and we're all like, all right, fuck, I'm tired. We've still got an hour drive back to San Diego. Let's, you know... Let's just go ahead, start cleaning stuff off, turning our shit in, and, you know, we'll ride out of here. So we're all hanging out at our little, uh, you know, tables that they've given to us. We're taking everything off, drinking water, and we're like, yeah, y'all about ready to go? Well, this fucking redneck comes walking up through the middle of everyone, smoking a cigarette, and he's like, hey, who, who hasn't turned their gun in yet? And, you know, there's a few people who had their own guns that brought him from home and they were like, uh, well, I got mine. Why? And he's like, well, who wants to play juggernaut mode? And everybody's just like, what, what is juggernaut mode? And he's like, well, see what we'll do is we'll go out here on this course, just me and you, and we'll just shoot each other until one of us gives up. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? No, nobody wants to play that with you. We're all fucking tired and sweaty, like... And he's like, oh, so you're pussies then. And everybody's like, oh my god, dude. So, at this point, you know, we're all just staring at this guy, watching him make a fool of himself. And he's like, they're like, hey man, if you want to get shot so fucking bad, why don't you just stand there, and we'll all just unload these guns on you. And he's just like, alright, I'm going to show y'all how fucking tough I am. So sure enough, he goes and he stands like 10, 15 feet away, puts his mask over his face, and people start going full auto on this motherfucker, shooting him all in his chest, all in his legs. All he did, he just, he stood there. I posted it on my Instagram story, but he just stood there getting shot all in his fucking legs and all in his back. And he was letting people record him do it. And, you know, of course people thought it was funny. And they were like, hey, man, you know, state your name and tell us where you're from. Because they had it on Snapchat. And he's like, my name, and I don't remember the motherfucker's name. I'm going to say it was something stupid like Ethan or something. Yeah, my name is Ethan. And I'm from Pennsylvania. And as soon as he said that, man, I about swallowed my goddamn tongue. 
because I called it earlier in the day. I looked at one of my friends and I was like, hey, you see that motherfucker who swears up and down he's a redneck? I guarantee you he's from like Illinois or Pennsylvania or some shit. Somewhere where you're not a fucking redneck to come from. And look, before anybody jumps down my throat about the definition of a redneck, don't... This is the thing. There's so many people out here who just pick a personality for themselves. Like, that'd be like, you know, me growing up in Wetumpka, Alabama, and, you know, like, no, I'm a fucking crip, bruh. I'm from the streets. It's like, dude, you're from a fucking dirt road, Jack. And that's cool. That's fine when you're, you know, 13, 14 years old because you're stupid, you know? But being 27 years old, imagine somebody who is 27 years old and they're like, yeah, dog, I'm from the fucking streets. I got a mixtape coming out. I'm not fucking playing around. That's the, it, literally the polar opposite of that is, man, I'm a fucking redneck. I'm from Pennsylvania and I get shot in the back with paintballs. And I don't, I don't bitch out. This is the exact same difference. So, <laughs> I've told that story to like six people this week. And they all just were like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. And I'm like, I know. And you know what? You know what the craziest part about that is? I am so excited to come back to Alabama here in a couple of weeks. I've, I've reached out to a couple of friends and let them know that we finally are going to be coming home. At least I am. My family went back in like July just to let them get out of here for a little while. But um, this time I'm coming with them. And I've let some of my close friends know like, hey, we're going to be in Alabama, and I'm ready to see y'all. I'm trying to have a fucking blast while I'm there. Because I have been living in probably the worst fucking state you could live in, in during a pandemic for the past, going on eight months. <laughs> and I've talked about this so many times, and honestly, I'm sick of going over it just because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But... The fact of the matter is, I've never been this excited to come home and just live a normal life for a little while. I haven't done stand-up since February. I don't know when it's going to happen again. People are putting on comedy shows out in, you know, people's backyards and shit that live 45 50 minutes away from me. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Nah. I'm good. Let me know when the clubs open back up. Because I'll be in there. This is the whole reason we moved out here. Just to put myself, essentially, through comedy college for a couple of years. And... When we first got here, it looked like, you know what, California may be the forever home place. But I'm going to tell you right now, no, sir. I'll be living in a trailer in Alabama before I live in a mansion here. Fuck this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to let the end of this episode be, 
you know, down in the dumps. It is what it is. I'm excited. I really am. My entire family is super excited to be coming home, you know, see everybody we haven't seen in so long. I really hope that I can hang out with everyone because, you know, I've let a lot of people know like, hey, I'm going to be home from this time to this time. So if you want to hang out, you know, let's plan something because I'm going to have, you know, a lot of family I got to see and whatnot. And I want to make sure I get to see you too. So if you don't know about it, or if I've, you know, I've let it be known, like, hey, I'm going to be home, so don't tell me, you know, whenever we are on the plane to come back, like, I hate it, I missed y'all, I guess I'll see you next time, because I don't know when the next time is going to be, Jack. Might be another year. But yeah, to be honest with you, hey, we had a good Halloween, too. I just, this is November 1st, I'm recording this, and we had a great Halloween. Not a whole lot to say about it, but my daughter just had a blast getting out and trick-or-treating with those kids. My neighborhood, they were good about it. They weren't, nobody was freaking out thinking you're going to catch fucking COVID. Like, people just acted normal. And that is so rare here. I beg any of you who are still, you know, like, well, we need to be careful about the coronavirus. Come live here for a couple of months and tell me how fucking careful you want to be. Because I'm here to tell you, California is, most of California is over this shit. And we've been over it for a while. But hey man, you know what? I think that about wraps this up. I got the little red timer counting down right now. But, you know, like I say, man, hey, I'm going to try and make this a little bit more, you know, consistent. Start doing these more on a regular basis. But at the end of the day, I got to make sure that I'm good with me. I can't stretch myself too thin. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps this up, man. I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you when I see you. Y'all take care.